Hi, I'm Dale Fryer, and this is America News Now. Five million people went to the victory parade for the Chicago Cubs on Friday. It was a momentous event, where the drinking age was ceremonially lowered to 12. Also this week, protesters at the Dakota Access Pipeline clashed with authorities who continued work on the pipeline, which many say will contaminate water used by the local Sioux tribe. Eli Warren checked in the Standing Rock. No, don't worry, that was only on Facebook. The protests in North Dakota grew larger this week, with one chief, Carl Bosner, worrying if they can sustain this level of involvement. We get a lot of white folks up here. I don't think they know how cold it's going to get. These lands have belonged to my ancestors for hundreds of years. But sometimes I wish we could all move to Florida. On the side opposite the protesters are a mix of state and private security. One member of the team is security officer Andrew LaRussa. It's my job to keep the protesters away from the equipment. And sometimes I get into the action, you know, use a little pepper spray, you know, tase somebody, pew, pew. To be honest, I didn't even read my briefing book, but I'm told that these are the bad guys. While LaRussa took great care to downplay the use of force, Chief Carl Bosner remained unconvinced. There has been a history of the American government doing this to my people. The battle at Wounded Knee left hundreds dead just miles from here. And more recently, The Last of the Mohicans only won an Oscar for sound editing? That's bullshit. Like not even a nod for best adapted screenplay? Best supporting actor? Even lighting design? One of those technical Oscars, is that still a thing? The plight of Native Americans in the United States is a shameful scar upon the history of our nation a scar most Americans continue to ignore. Corey Hardman is a diehard fan of the Washington Redskins. Man, the Redskins term isn't offensive. <laughs> it's an honor term. It's honor. Honor. The United States Patent Office considers the name of the Washington Redskins football team a slur, but that did not sway Hardman. So this is the story, all right? We needed a name for the team, and the quarterback was half Indian, right? But the Indians were already taken. So they got to brainstorming, and some genius said Native Americans, but that was too long. Next thing we know, Redskins. It makes sense, because their skin is red. Native American issues have been briefly brought up in this presidential campaign with Donald Trump insulting Senator Elizabeth Warren, who is 116th Cherokee. You know, Native Americans get away with everything in this country. Elizabeth Warren cheated the system. She's a Pocahontas, total Pocahontas, folks, with the feather and everything. You know, she cheated on her transcript, said she was Native American, but she doesn't look it. She doesn't look it, folks. And she's been such a terrible senator, by the way. Her tomahawk name would be all talk, no action. Trump's accusation that Native Americans take advantage of the system is not a new one and is often used to combat accusations of bias. You know, it was nice to be able to go to the University of North Dakota on scholarship, but it also would have been nice if my ancestors could have kept their land. The main concern for opponents of the Dakota Access Pipeline is its environmental impact, which has not been widely investigated. Laverne Buchanan III is an oil executive who has invested in the pipeline. We're just putting in a little pipeline here to take that yummy, drippy, drippy sludge right out of the ground. We're pumping the lifeblood of America. Everything runs on oil, see? Did you know that we need oil to produce toothpaste? I bet you didn't. That's a fun fact the PR people tell me to drop in. 
and the oil is gonna go where it's gonna go. It's like sand on the beach. You can scrub a dub-dub all you want, but you're not gonna get it all. I know people are ranting and raving about how it's gonna get in their water, but I swear, it's just an out-of-context canned controversy, like peanut allergies. So would you approve the pipeline for your neighborhood? Oh, of course not! Are you crazy? We're white! <laughs> this interviewer, ridiculous thinking that white people would stand for their water being contaminated. <laughs> While Buchanan revealed his true allegiances, many more Americans are standing with their native brothers and sisters than ever before. Even Washington Redskins fan Corey Hardman had insight into the struggle of our indigenous people. The natives, they've been kicked, beaten, forced from their homes, treated like crap, but you know, they still get back up and retain their traditions. I like, that's incredible. They're a resilient group of people who I love, and that's why I wear this headdress. It's out of respect. Even with surprising allies, it's unlikely the Sioux tribe will be able to stop construction on the Dakota Access Pipeline, as the only thing more American than our natives is greed. For America News Now, I'm Eli Warren. And now, a word from our sponsors. Do you need some extra cash after your day job? You may have considered driving for Uber or Lyft, but what about if you're also looking for a girlfriend? If so, sign up for Pickup, the only ride-sharing app that connects you with hot, eligible women. And by eligible, we mean waiting to be picked up by an Uber. Created by a former employee awaiting trial for a sexual harassment charge, Pickup infiltrates Uber's passenger database to give you the location of the hottest women looking for a ride. With us, every drive is basically a first date. I trust the product so much, sometimes I get out of the CEO chair, hop in the Hyundai Sonata, and drive myself. Hi, are you my Uber driver? Something like that. So, uh, how you doing? Uh, fine. Good. Uh, so you're going to, uh, Regal Cinemas, huh? What's, uh, what's there? What's that all about? What? Sorry, I had my headphones in. Oh, nothing. <laughs> fuck, fuck, you fucking stupid idiot trying to talk to fucking girls. You bluey, fat piece of shit. So, do you live around here? Uh, what do you do for a living? You... Uh, you got a boyfriend? Because I'm single. I'm looking for someone. I'm pretty lonely. Pretty, pretty lonely kind of thing about giving up on this whole, whole shindig, you know? Were you saying something? <laughs> nope. So drive for pickup. You can meet some real honeys. Or the love of your life, maybe. Pickup. It picks you up. It is just two days from one of the most contentious elections in the history of the United States. Tonight, both candidates have agreed to participate in the very special America News Now presidential debate, moderated by our own Reed Rickenbach. We bring you there now. God help us. Hello, and welcome to the first and only America News Now debate. Before we begin, it is important to note that both candidates have agreed to keep interruptions at a minimum. I never agreed to that. I never agreed to that. This debate is rigged, just like baseball has been for the Chicago Cubs for the last 108 years. The Cubs won the World Series on Wednesday. Wrong. 
There is only one topic for tonight's debate, fitness to be commander-in-chief. Our first question is to Secretary Clinton. For the past year and a half, American news has been inundated with reports of your mishandling of classified information. On behalf of the American people, I will ask, really? <laughs> thank you for that question, Reed. And thank you to the American people. Not once in the classified information that I mishandled did I insult a woman, Hispanic or otherwise. And the candidate to my right has repeatedly done those things. He's called women rapists and murderers. He judges Mexicans on appearance from 1 to 10. He is unfit to be commander-in-chief. Thank you, Secretary Clinton. Mr. Trump, you've had many harsh words for women both prior to and during this campaign. Do you have anything to say to the gender that makes up 50% of this electorate? First, how you doing? How you doing, ladies? And second... Those are just words, and sometimes tweets. But my words are just that, words. No one respects women more than I do. I am the best at hugging women, at kissing women. Just ask Ivanka. If Hillary Clinton is such a candidate for women, why don't we ever see her touching them? And if we're talking about fitness to be president, we should be talking about her physical fitness. She has pneumonia, folks. And you know it's bad because I can't spell it. And also, folks, breaking news. I'm going to diagnose her right now. She is resting bitch face. Read. I've gotten a clean bill of health, and no doctor has diagnosed me with RBF. Do you feel physically fit to be commander-in-chief? <laughs> of course I do. And if I didn't, would I really tell you? Oh, <laughs> uh, no, but seriously, I feel fine. We need a president with big, strong shoulders. How can we expect her to lift America when she can't lift heavy boxes? I used a metaphor. Be proud. Mr. Trump, in recent weeks, many controversial figures have endorsed your candidacy, including the Ku Klux Klan and David Duke. Do you denounce these endorsements? Does Hillary Clinton denounce the rapists that have endorsed her? The Central Park Five endorses her, and so does Lena Dunham. Also, Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton! Ever heard of him? Bill Clinton. Huge rapist. Bill Clinton is a wonderful man whom I pretend to love very much. And he is not running for president. I am running for president, as disappointing as that fact may be. Since the topic of this debate is fitness to be commander-in-chief, I'll ask you again, Mr. Trump. Do you have temperament and demeanor to be president? Yes, Blackie, of course I do. Everyone says I have the best temperament. I'm not a puppet, okay? No one has a better temperament than me. And Hillary, she has horrible instincts. John Podesta said so, if you read the WikiLeaks, but you didn't. But yes, boy. I have goodly temperament. Mrs. Clinton, this next question is for you. Wrong. For the past year and a half, American news has been inundated with reports of your mishandling of classified information. On behalf of the American people, I will ask, really? Not to be rude, Reed, but you've already asked me that question. In fact, I've been asked that literal question dozens of times throughout the campaign. And have you provided a satisfactory answer? No. But... I've said I'm sorry, and if it were an email, I would have put a killer emoji on the end of it. While this one mistake was unfortunate and not my finest moment, I know I can lead this country and hope they can look past Who all- Who killed Vince Foster? Because somebody did. And did you know that in Hillary Clinton's presidency, we would let in more than 350 million new people? These aren't Americans. And where would we put them? There's some bad hombres, some bad chink junks, 
all different types. But in my presidency, they're going out, not in. And most importantly, to stay on message, you killed Vince Foster. You killed him, and everybody knows it. They might not know who he is, but they know you killed him. Can I just point out that Mr. Trump has yet to release his tax returns? It's because the IRS is auditing me. If you were them, wouldn't you? Yes. Mr. Trump, I still have questions for you about your treatment of Mexicans, Muslims, women, and the disabled. Uh, Which would you like to do first? Anything for me? Uh, no. I think that's it. You're free to leave whenever you like. Oh, I refuse to answer any questions about things I've done, things I've said, or women I've groped. What about your position that more countries should have nuclear weapons? No comment. In that case, that concludes the American News Now debate. I've been Reed Rickenbach reminding you once again that Jill Stein was not on the stage tonight. Good night, America. This week, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo signed a law that levies a $7,500 fine on anyone who rents out their living space without a license, targeting the popular app Airbnb. Nicole Henderson investigates. New York has declared war on Airbnb. Governor Cuomo spoke in a press conference addressing the new law. These Airbnb owners, when they're offering their homes, they're not offering their best. They're bringing drugs, they're rapists, they're murderers, and I'm sure some of them have good homes. Governor, Governor, Giles T. MacArthur, New York Ledger, have you yourself ever stayed in an Airbnb? Yes, I have, and it wasn't pleasant. I rented a room from this high school chemistry teacher. He had lung cancer, and he said he was renting off the space to make some extra money to pay for his chemotherapy. But one night, I went down to get a glass of water, and he and a former student were making meth. Governor, Governor, Donna J. Higgins from the Daily Daily, you're aware that you're describing the TV series Breaking Bad, is that right? You know, my wife keeps telling me that, and I'll be honest, I've never seen it. More of a murder she wrote fan. But what I have seen is Airbnb hosts do terrible, terrible things. While the new law is designed to protect hotels and consumers, it adds prohibitive cost to hosting via Airbnb. We talked to one host, Harrison Young. It's not even the extra money I'm going to miss the most. It's the companionship. And I know that I don't have to meet the guests, but sometimes I make them cookies. Young rents out the guest house on his Montauk estate for a reasonable price. It's not the most luxurious place in the neighborhood, but I try to make up for it. I swear I'm keeping the local soap shop in business. (laughs) And every morning I'll sneak into the guest house while they're sleeping and tidy up a bit. Hotels around here are expensive, but that doesn't mean that people should be robbed of the hotel experience. This weekend, Columbia College sophomores Molly Wasserman, Hannah Lochi, and Chloe Launder rented Young's guest house for a fall break getaway. I accompanied them when they checked out their living area. Oh my god, you guys, we have a direct view of the beach. No way. And guys, there are candles in the bathroom. What? This is like a hotel. It is so much nicer than our dorm. (laughs) Hi. I'm sorry. I couldn't help but watch you girls. Do you need anything? No, we're good. Really? Because I can take one of you in my car and go down to the grocery store. It's a ways away and it's in the middle of nowhere, but it shouldn't be a problem. No, no. Everything is fine. We're just going to the beach. Well, I can take you there. We'll walk. Despite their accommodations, the three girls did not enjoy their stay. Oh my god, he was such a creep. Did you eat any of the cookies he made? No, are you crazy? There could have been poison in them. What a perv. Hey, guys. I grabbed some of that soap he left for us on my way out just to get back at him. I noticed they took some of the soap I left out, which is 
fine. It's expensive, but whatever. Those girls were so strange. They said no to a tandem bike ride through the woods. Which is so weird because there were two bikes and four of us. And the woods are so secluded. But you know, it was nice to have someone in the house with me. I'm really going to miss Chloe, Hannah, and what's-her-face. Back at his press conference, Governor Cuomo clarified his earlier remarks. Yes, I am familiar with the plot of Breaking Bad, and I do see the similarities between it and my experience with Airbnb. However, this should not discredit my story in any way. Mr. Governor, Mr. Governor, Hugh Warner, Brooklyn Inquirer, at any point did you see any bodies being dissolved in vats of acid? Well, yes. But if that is a plotline in Breaking Bad, it is purely coincidental. Uh, does anyone have a question unrelated to AMC's original programming? <coughs> Airbnb owners will continue to fight this legislation, as well as the black mold in the bathroom that they forgot to mention. From a well-regulated hotel room, I'm Nicole Henderson. And that's it for American News Now. Thank you all for tuning in. I'm Dale Fryer reminding you to vote! 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 Good night, America.